Okay. So we'll get to your calls on this provincial election campaign and what you're thinking. And if you put any stock in the polling at all. Now, I will tell you, there was another poll that came out this weekend. This one done by Main Street Research that uh, is is different from the one we just talked about from Abacus. Okay. Um, came out over the weekend from Main Street. And their results have the UCP at 49.3%. The NDP at 44.4%. So you've got Abacus showing an 8% lead for the NDP. Uh, Eight-point lead, I guess I should say. And uh, on the other side, the Main Street research shows the UCP holding a just under 5% lead. Um, so, uh, like I say, polls are polls, and we'll see. Um, we'll see where it comes. The only poll that counts, and this is what every politician tells you, especially when they're trailing in a poll, is uh, election day. But what do you make of it? We'll take your calls in just a minute. Right now, though, I want to speak with Dr. Lisa Young, who uh, is somebody I always turn to to help me make sense of these sorts of things. Um, Dr. Young, thanks so much for your time. Always appreciate you joining us. Happy to be here. So, which poll, uh, or which of the many polls that we've seen and will see, I mean, how much stock do you put in these? Well, you know, it, it's interesting to see what's going on here. Um, and I think Abacus uh, data, you know, David Coletto, who you were just talking to, yeah. has really helped shape our understanding of the dynamics of what's going on in this election. He came up with this idea of the reluctant UCP That's voters. interesting, yeah. And, and so that's helped us understand what's going on here for the last couple of months, that there are people who, you know, would, uh, voted uh, UCP in 2019, but they're just not sure this time around. And so we've all been focused in on what kinds of decisions they are going to make. So I, I thought it was interesting, you know, he's been waiting, and I think lots of us who've been following the polls have been waiting to see how those particular voters are going to move. And so it certainly says that right now the NDP has momentum. So that I put a lot of stock in um, because he's been following that group so carefully. Where I think we have to be careful is when people take the, you know, the, the polls, the top line, who's ahead yeah. and, and uh, those percentages, put them into a model and then come up with seat projections. Because much as those are interesting, and I certainly follow them carefully to see, you know, what it is it, it might look like, we do know that those projections are imperfect and you know, in, in in the case where there's a clear party in the lead, yeah, they tell us something about what the outcome's going to look like. But what we've seen over the last couple of days is those models shifting around wildly between a UCP win and an NDP win. So I think what we can say from the polls right now is, huh, it's really close. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You make a really good point here in terms of, okay, so we've got one poll saying, uh, I, I can't remember the top of my head, let's say UCP 49, the other one saying NDP 49, and they're both leading by five. Those aren't the numbers, but just for the sake of argument, um, that doesn't matter. I mean, that, 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 that's sort of general support with a large number of undecided. You've really got to dig down into, okay, well, who's leading in, in this particular riding in Calgary? It could come down to that, Lisa. Absolutely. And, you know, especially when we're looking at these really tight races, potentially, things will matter locally 
that the polls can't really get at mm. in in the way that they would like to, you know, where there is a particularly strong candidate or a candidate who, you know, many voters don't like for some reason, that will have a modest impact, you know, might just be two or three percent, but that could be enough to swing the riding one way or another. So this is where, you know, these really tight races, the polls tell us something, but they don't tell us everything. So I think, you know, what I take away from this at this point is that we're all going to be up really late on election (laughs) night. The other thing with polls, and I don't know if this works, uh, this is your strategy too, but I kind of look for trends. Like no one particular poll makes me go, oh, wow. But you can sort of, if you map it out one poll to another and see how things are changing, that can give you some indication of, like you said earlier, who's got the momentum, which is important. Yeah, and and even there, we've got to be cautious. So I look, you know, I look at the abacus uh, poll, but I look at the last abacus poll because these polls are using different methodology. Um, the Main Street uh, polling is going out every night, is my understanding, and um, it's, it's using an automated uh, interface. So you get a particular, you know, a subsample there. And it's a random sample, but, but there's some bias built into that. Um, uh, Abacus is using a panel, people who answer Abacus data questions. Um, that's, you know, it's a reasonable representation, but it, it, it's got biases built mm-hmm. in there as well. And so then we look at the Ipsos poll, which did telephone sampling, and that's got somewhat less bias. It was a large N. And, and so we've still, even though it's a week old now, we, we have to take that one seriously. So it, it, if you are comparing and looking for momentum, look for momentum within the polls, you know, the polling company themselves, because at least you're holding the methodology constant that way. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be fascinating, uh, Lisa, and we'll continue to track it as we go along. Thanks so much for being here.